You are meant to lead a thriving life. Whether it's to travel more or start a business or pursue what you love, it starts with your relationship with money. Hi, I'm Melody Johnson, and I help people shed debt, build wealth, and choose freedom. Welcome to the Earn, Save, Thrive podcast. We're recording live from NEFE podcasting stage. Thanks to NFE, the National Endowment for Financial Education, for sponsoring live podcasting at FinCon 2019. In this episode, I'm going to discuss overcoming imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome can come in many forms, doubting yourself when you get a raise, downplaying your accomplishments, or even being hesitant to speak with authority. I've had to handle imposter syndrome in many times in my life, from trying to work with high net worth clients as a mortgage loan processor or speaking to executives. Let me give you a recent example. I was on a call with some fellow podcasters and we were discussing podcast download numbers. I wanted to share with them the way in which I was going to share my media kit, which included download numbers to others at a conference I was preparing to attend. Immediately, I started to doubt myself and I downplayed the amount of downloads and social media followers that I had. And one of my fellow podcasters called me out on it and told me to stop self-deprecating. And she was totally right. She reminded me that my focus needs to be on the growth mindset instead of comparing myself to others. And I was really appreciative of that because it's so often that I choose to look at what I'm not doing right instead of what I'm doing well. So let me just take a step back and talk to you a little bit about my experience in corporate. So as I kind of think back on my time in corporate, I've had to face the fact that I honestly didn't always look like everyone else in a boardroom as a young woman of color. And I remember a time when I received a raise at work on a specialized team that dealt with high net worth individuals. I processed mortgages between half a million dollars or more. And these people were generally very successful business owners with assets sometimes over a million dollars. So as a liaison between underwriters, bankers, and clients, I had to come to terms that even after I received my training, I felt unprepared for the role. I started questioning myself why I was chosen for this team, and when I was relatively new to the company, I felt like I was inadequate. When I came into the office each morning, I had to remember to pace myself and allow myself time to learn the ropes, get acquainted with my resources, ask some important questions to my colleagues, and more importantly, work my butt off. Every day that I worked in that position, I increased my knowledge, my skills, so that I got to the point where I could speak from authority. I used to be so afraid that people wouldn't find me qualified enough to speak to them about what was needed to process their loans. And I remember the day that I found the courage to speak from a place of confidence. So how do we overcome imposter syndrome? I'm gonna share with you a few tips that have helped me to overcome my doubts, fears, and insecurities. First, the power of affirmations. Affirmations are huge. Affirmations are a big way to encourage yourself to identify your self-worth. If you feel like you are unworthy, remember that surrounding yourself with encouraging mantras, podcasts, worship music, and meditation can really help you to get out of your head. One of my favorite quotes is by Marian Williamson. She says, our deepest fear 
is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Wow, guys, that's so powerful. And it's honestly one of my favorite quotes. When I first heard this quote, I felt absolutely free. It was so empowering to remember that I was meant to be the best that I could be. I didn't have to shy away from my greatness. I didn't have to believe that I needed to be quiet or reserved. And as a naturally shy and introverted person, I've always been hesitant to speak from authority, even when I knew something that needed to be said. And that's why I love this quote. It encourages me to allow myself to believe that I am called to a higher purpose and called to not be afraid and to step into my greatness. I'm a firm believer in prayer, and even if you aren't, I believe that training our minds to think differently than we have before is one of the most freeing things you can do for yourself, your relationships, and honestly, the world. I try to quote scriptures, receive, and listen to powerful affirmations, or read encouraging posts that help to inspire me to keep my heart filled with creativity, hope, and passion. Give yourself permission to be great. Don't shy away from leadership and your passion projects. All right, number two is journaling. Journaling is another way that you can create headspace for allowing yourself to accept your worthiness. Journaling has helped me to reset my thinking when my mind wanders to questioning my authority. It helps me to think and reflect on what's happened to me in the past. I'm kind of a journal addict. If you peruse my library at home, you'll find that I have dozens of journals filled to the brim with notes, ideas, and journal entries. And when I look back at those journals, I can see how God has helped me to overcome each of the situations that I've been going through in my past. And it's really encouraging to see how these experiences have helped shape the woman I am and will forge the woman I will become in the future. If you don't have time for journaling, you can try blogging or sketching out how you feel. These are all creative methods that I've used in the past to express my feelings and allow myself to be okay with where I'm at. When I was training as an actor, um, there were a lot of times I had to journal and reflect on what were my actors, uh, what was the character's intentions, and that has really helped to process the kind of future and relationships that my character had. And the same goes in your own personal life. Number three, rehearse your power. So as I kind of talked about my acting background, I had my undergraduate in theater arts. When I was training as an actor, there are a lot of times I had to rehearse the way a character walked, talked, and even thought. I had to consider the way that they held themselves. Okay, so let's think a little bit about royalty. Do princesses walk shyly into a room? I was actually on a plane to FinCon and I remember watching as this Princess Jasmine was walking down the stairs. I did not see her slouch and she really walked with confidence and she was very proud. 
And I think that shows that royalty, they're poised for success and power. And so when you walk, sit, or stand, I want you to ask yourself, do you hunch over? Do you put your hands in your pockets? Do you cross your ankles or arms? Those are all telling signs of not being confident with yourself. I know because I've done it. The next time you feel self-conscious or are feeling like an imposter, think to yourself, I can do this. I have overcome things in my past and I can do it again. I am brave, smart, and capable. Sit upright, expand your chest to avoid your shoulders from slouching. And if you can sneak into the bathroom, do a power pose. No one can see you if you're in a stall. Raise both of your arms and repeat an encouraging affirmation to yourself. Once you've done that, you can walk back to your desk gracefully and feel empowered. If you need time to rehearse a presentation, ask a friend to watch you and give you some suggestions. If you don't have a friend at the office, ask a loved one or a family member that can trust you to tell you how to improve. You won't improve until you actually practice. You can't ask for a raise until you actually say it out loud before you even meet with your boss. Take time to rehearse your power so you can kick butt in the boardroom or your online business. Number four, what to do when you don't know the answer. Okay, while some of you might be thinking, well, what happens when I don't know the answer? Well, I've been there, so let me tell you a couple different tips. One thing that I remember was getting butterflies in my stomach every time I would stand up in front of a crowd. I would worry I would mess up, forget something in my speech, or make a fool of myself. And once in a while, I was working with some of my high net worth clients. I was worried that maybe one person would ask a question that I didn't know. I stuck to what I knew, but there were definitely times I did not know every single thing that was discussed. So what I did next was take the time to research what I didn't know. And then I told my clients that I would follow up with them once I completed my research. And guess what? Most of my clients did not care. They were able to allow me the time to make sure I was giving them the right answer. Rather than rushing in and pretending that I knew something I didn't, I made sure that the time I spent discussing information was valuable, informative, and coherent. No one knows everything. Remember that you don't stop learning until the day you die, and if you want to continue and grow in your profession and business, you cannot allow not knowing something to keep you from accomplishing your goals. And lastly, number five. Give yourself a pat on the back. When you find that you're comparing yourself to others, remember that you don't know what it took to get that person to where they are today. Only you can control your actions. Your success is determined by you and only you. So celebrate those small successes. This tip comes from my friend and mentor, Latasha James. Make sure you check out our podcast, Freelance Friday, a podcast about women, business, and digital marketing. So Latasha's tip is that when you start doubting yourself, update your resume, improve your website, and write down a list of accomplishments. Don't wait for someone else to pat you on the back. Give yourself a pat on the back and proudly share it to the world. So post it on Instagram, post it to your Facebook, shout out your accomplishments because honestly, sometimes people won't always be there to shout you out. And honestly, it's not worth it to just make other people happy. You have to feel proud with the work that you've done. And if you don't celebrate those small accomplishments, you're really not going to feel motivated to continue to accomplish what you want to next in your life and in your business. 
So that's it for today's episode. Again, special shout out to Steve Stewart from the FinCon Podcast Network who helped set up me in this podcasting booth and FinCon 2019. Thanks a bunch. I look forward to hearing from you guys next week. If this podcast episode resonated with you, do me a favor and leave a review. I would appreciate it so much. The greatest compliment you can leave me is to share this podcast with your friends. Remember that thriving women help other women thrive. And that's what this podcast is all about. Tag me on Instagram and share your review on your stories. And I'll give you a shout out on my stories as well. Head on over to Instagram at Her Design Life Coach to get more mindset hacks, motivational posts, and educational information to help you level up in your money and business. And as a big thank you, you can grab my free five-day Money Masters Challenge email course that walks you through the same process I used to pay off over $65,000 in student loan debt. Do it today, guys. I would so appreciate it. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and I look forward to seeing you guys next week.